Welcome back to Search the Scriptures. Great to be back with all of our listeners once again. And again, we're so thankful to have this opportunity to be together each day right here on Search the Scriptures. We appreciate all of those who have contacted us, and there have been a great many asking for Bible studies that we offer for free, asking for copies of the programs on CD, uh, contacting us and communicating their appreciation for Uh, what we're teaching on this program on a regular basis, and that is simply God's Word in depth and in detail and in truth. We appreciate all of those encouraging responses, and we hear even from others who are in other parts of the country who listen to the program uh, over the internet, and we're thankful that they've had the opportunity to do that and to tune in through that incredible means of internet technology and still study with us on an ongoing basis. We're thankful to know that people want to learn God's Word better, and that's really a great deal of what this program is about. We want to, bottom line, glorify God and do that by teaching his word accurately and effectively. Our prayer is that you're going to come closer to God as you learn his word more thoroughly and that your faith in the process is going to grow stronger because, as we keep saying, faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10:17. And as that happens, that you're going to ultimately make up your mind to come to him all the way through your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, believing in him as God's son and your savior, repenting of your sins, confessing your faith in him and surrendering to him in baptism, at which point the blood that he shed on the cross so long ago is still absolutely effective to cleanse you of the guilt of your sins. Acts 22 and verse 16. And then you begin to walk that reborn life you begin to walk as that new creation in Christ, 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17, with a new direction, and that is heaven, and a new hope, that is eternal life, with a new promise, and that is to be with God and Christ and the Holy Spirit forever in their abode, their home, heaven itself. Our prayers are with you, and our prayers are for you, and we do, really do pray for you. It's good to be back again today with Dennis Stackhouse to open up a little bit more from God's Word, dig a little bit deeper. Thank you, Gary. It is wonderful to be on the program today and, as you said, have this opportunity to get into God's Word together and to invite all of our listeners to do that very thing. If you're able to have your Bible open and follow along with us, as always, we encourage you to do that. You know, there's some information that John gave us in his gospel account, Gary, that I don't think ever will cease to amaze me when I read it. In chapter 20 of John's gospel, verses 30 and 31, John said this, And truly, Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. Now, if you couple that with what he said in chapter 21, verse 25, I think we get an impression that John really didn't put down a lot of the things that Jesus did. In chapter 21, verse 25, we read, 
And there are also many other things that Jesus did, which if they were written one by one, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that would be written. That's just an amazing pair of statements we read there from John. And I like what he said in chapter 20, verses 30 and 31, regarding the purpose or the reason that he wrote down the things he did, specifically regarding the miracles that Jesus worked. He said, these have been written so that you may believe Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah, the promised one, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. And what a magnificent bit of information John is giving us there. He's saying the information that we've recorded for you, the people that he was writing to directly, and for future generations who have God's word available to them, this is to help you believe in Jesus, that he is God's son, that he is the one who gives eternal life, that we can look forward to a heavenly home with him, with God, with the Holy Spirit, and with all the redeemed, if we will only live in faithful obedience to them. What a great bit of information we have. We're so blessed to have that recorded for us. And praise God that he led John to write those things down. Amen. Amen. And we have such, a, such promise through mm. his word. And we're so blessed to have that guidance. We are. Dennis, we're, we're really talking about how we ought to be living our lives in this particular series of studies. Mm-hmm. We've entitled it, Watch Your Step. Right. We looked at kind of an introductory text from 1 John chapter 5 and verse 19, where John wrote that the whole world lies in wickedness, mm-hmm. King James Version, or under the sway of the wicked one, mm-hmm. New King James Version. Yes. And when we look around us, that's not surprising, is it? Yeah, it really isn't, Gary. And, uh, you know, as we mentioned in our last program, it seems to be getting more prevalent all the time, even here in our society, where the evil is just becoming bolder and bolder and doing more heinous acts on an ongoing basis. And, uh, yeah, that, that statement makes complete sense. You have people just walking into crowds and shooting people down or mm-hmm. perching, you know, from a, uh, a loft someplace and, mm-hmm. and shooting people down or walking into mm-hmm. church buildings and shooting people down or walking mm-hmm. into schoolhouses and shooting people down or driving trucks into crowds and mm-hmm. running people down. And yes. it's not just in this country. It's, no. it's in other parts of the world, too. It is indeed. And it just, again, as you said, just seems to be becoming more and more prevalent, more mm-hmm. common. We yes. hear about it over and over again. We do. Violence. Now, that's the product of, of sin, isn't it? Absolutely. And that's not putting it in any kind of trite way. Either. Oh, no. no. That's getting right down to the crux of the matter. It certainly is. Wickedness. But sin is wickedness. Mm-hmm. Now, some people might want to categorize some things that are sinful as not necessarily being wicked, but I think they're barking up the wrong tree there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when we speak of wickedness, evil, sinfulness, unrighteousness, uh, the term darkness that we often find yes. used in the New Testament, 
again, as you mentioned, we're talking about the same thing. Yes, we are. So since the world lies in wickedness or under the sway of the wicked one, the influence of the devil, we need to be careful how we walk. We need to watch <laughs> our step. We really do. It's so easy for a person to get misled or to get into situations that they shouldn't be in. The wise man wrote in Proverbs 4 and verse 14, do not enter the path of the wicked and do mm -hmm. not walk in the way of evil. That's right. And so we need to recognize our need to follow that exhortation. And then we need to ask ourselves, okay, how do I do that? Mm -hmm. In our last program, we looked at a number of, of applications of walking in the ways of God and mm -hmm. not in the ways of evil. How right. can we do that? Mm -hmm. Well, in Romans chapter 6 and verse 4, what did we read there about how we should walk? Paul mentioned that after a person emerges from the waters of baptism, they're to walk in newness of life. Yes, they have been reborn spiritually. Mm -hmm. They're yes. a new creation, 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17. Yes. So you've begun a new life now. Walk in newness of life. Mm -hmm. And then in Galatians 5 and verse 16, what did we learn? There, Paul focused on walking in the Spirit. And he's talking about walking by the teachings of God's word. Absolutely. Because God's word was written by men who were guided to write what they wrote by the Holy Spirit. That's correct. So walk in the spirit. Walk by those teachings that the spirit guided those writers to write down for us to live by. Mm -hmm. In Ephesians chapter 5 verses 1 through 4, there's another aspect of walking away from the devil and walking with God, how are we to walk? There? Yeah, there we're, we're simply informed that as Christian people, we're to walk in love. In love, mm -hmm. in love. Yes. Now, it's interesting when you go back to Galatians chapter 5 in verse 16, when it says walk in the spirit, then in verses 19 through 21, it lists all kinds of sinful lifestyles and practices that we're to abstain from, mm -hmm. things that will keep us out of heaven. Yes. And then in verses 23 through 25, it tells us that we're to, again, walk in the spirit. And it talks about the fruit of the spirit, which mm -hmm. is love, joy, peace, long suffering, mm -hmm. goodness, kindness, and so mm -hmm. on. Yeah, characteristics we would expect to see in God's people. That's that new life we're to walk. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, then in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 1 through 4, when it says walk in love, again, it talks about all of these sinful lifestyles that we're to abstain from. Yes. So if we're to really walk in love, we're not going to be walking in those kinds of sinful practices. That's correct watching our step. Mm -hmm. Colossians chapter 1, verses 10 and 11. Mm -hmm. How does it say we're to walk there? Uh, that one's interesting. It said that we're to walk in a way that's worthy of the Lord. And we would seek to be serving him on an yes. active, consistent basis. Yeah, and that would be coupled with that idea of walking worthy of the Lord, actively serving him. Yes, yes. So walk in newness of life, walk in the spirit, walk in love, walk by faith, and in 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 7, walk by faith, not by sight, mm -hmm. walk by faith, the teachings of God's word, and walk worthy of the Lord, actively seeking to serve him. Yes. 
Okay, now, these are different instructions, specific instructions, that we need to take to heart and put into practice in our lives to watch our step as we walk through this life. Absolutely, they are. As Christians, as mm -hmm. followers of God. Yes. Now, in Ephesians 5 and verse 15, and I said in our last program that I wanted to give some emphasis to this particular text to begin our program today. What does Paul say there? See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Walk circumspectly, and then he couples that as walking in wisdom and not in foolishness. Mm -hmm. I like that word circumspectly. Mm -hmm. What does it mean, Dennis? Well, basically we're talking about someone who would be walking with great carefulness or with extreme watchfulness. Yeah, and, and a lot of times we'll see the synonym used carefully. Sure. But that doesn't really get, get the point across completely, does it? No, there's, there's more to it than that. It's, you know, we would think of carefully as, well, you know, on this particular level. But when we're talking about being circumspect and walking circumspectly, we're talking about carefulness heightened, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. extra, extra carefulness. Sure. And I've, I've compared it, I've kind of illustrated it a lot of times by talking about uh, it would be like when you're playing a game of chess, if you know mm -hmm. how to play chess. And so you're contemplating your next move, but you're not just thinking about that move. You're thinking about what's going to be the consequence of that move mm -hmm. and then the consequence of that consequence of that move. Mm -hmm. And if you're pretty skilled, you're thinking not just those couple of moves ahead, but you're probably thinking three, four, five, six moves ahead. Yeah, with a skilled chess player, I think you're exactly right, Gary. I, I myself never reached that level. If I could think one move ahead, I felt like I was doing pretty yeah. good. But, <laughs> but you're right. That's how people who are skilled in the game approach it. Yes, and those who are reach the level of what we would call masters, you know, mm -hmm. they're thinking the whole board ahead. Absolutely, they are. Yeah, now how they get all that in their head is, you know, <laughs> but yeah. they know all the possible combinations and moves and responses. Mm -hmm. And that's the idea of walking circumspectly through life. Sure. We're not just thinking about, okay, if I take this next step, if I take this next action, if I do this next thing, if I get involved in this next whatever it is, this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. No, they're thinking, walking circumspectly is saying, what's going to happen in response to that happening? Mm -hmm. And then what's going to happen in response to that? Yes. You're thinking well ahead. Mm -hmm. And because you're thinking to that degree of extra carefulness, then you analyze and you say, you know what? I don't need to take this next step. Mm -hmm. I need to look for a different way. Yes. And that's walking circumspectly. Yes, indeed it would be. The wise man wrote in Proverbs chapter 4, beginning with verse 26, ponder the path of your feet mm -hmm. and let all your ways be established. Mm -hmm. Do not turn to the right or the left. Remove your foot from evil. Yes. Same thought there. Oh, it Just is. Just putting it in a little more detailed wording. Yeah. And I really like the way that Solomon put that. Ponder mm -hmm. the path, you know, boy, yeah. Think that, about it. 
that's really what it does take, Gary, because it's, you know, as we've been describing this world that we live in and all the the pitfalls that potentially may come upon us, we do need to be so very extremely careful in the way we walk through this life because it's it's so easy to take a misstep it or is. to get involved in an activity that we know we shouldn't be involved in or to maybe get involved in a relationship we shouldn't be involved in, an alliance, etc. And how many times do people, and maybe we ourselves, we look at we look at some particular activity or practice or association, we think, you know, there's danger there. Mm. Ah, but it's not going to happen to me. Yes. And then it happens. That's right. Now, that's not walking circumspectly. Mm. Yeah. In Micah chapter 6 and verse 8, what do we read from the prophet there? He has shown you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God? To walk humbly with your God. And you know, that is a key characteristic that a lot of people are missing as they're walking through life. Mm -hmm. They're not walking humbly before God. Yeah. They're doing it their way. Yeah, and you know, that's a good point, Gary, because that is one of the ways that Jesus described himself in Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30. You know, as he was giving his, what we might call great invitation, he described himself as being humble and gentle in heart. Humble and gentle. And you're right, so many times people miss that. And a number of times in the scriptures, Old Testament and New Testament, we're, we're taught to humble ourselves before the Lord. We absolutely are. And he will lift you up. That's right. Now, in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 31, Paul talks about focus in our life. Therefore, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. If we'll keep that principle in mind, Dennis, that however, and this is part of working out that walking circumspectly, super carefully, if we'll keep in mind, I want my life to glorify God. So what I'm about to do, can I do that to the glory of God? Can I, mm -hmm. can I do that and still be living to the glory of God? Yes. That will really guide us and it will really temper and kind of govern uh, the steps that we take. Indeed, it will. Help us watch our step. Mm -hmm. In Psalm 84 and verse 10. For a day in your courts is better than a thousand. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of wickedness. Ah, what an attitude. <laughs> yes, indeed. You know, wouldn't it be great to be in heaven even if we had to just polish the doorknobs and the pearly gates, if there are doorknobs, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just to be there. Exactly. Yeah. No haughtiness or arrogance, you know, just to be there. Mm -hmm. That'd be great. Yes, indeed it would. In, in Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14, Jesus talks about two paths that we must choose between as to how we're going to walk through this life. Enter by the narrow gate. 
For wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate, and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who find it. So which path are you walking? Mm -hmm. Are you walking the narrow path of truth and righteousness and faithfulness to God that leads to heaven? Or are you walking the broad path of eh, do what you want, anything goes, but the ultimate end is eternal condemnation in hell? Yeah, it's, it's circumspect. On yes. our part, Gary, to think about the end result of those two pathways. Yeah, exactly right. You know, one of them, Jesus said, you know, this one's going to destruction. The other one, this is the one that leads to life. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And we choose every day mm. which one we're going to walk down. That's right. Are you watching your step? In First Peter chapter 2 and verse 21. For to this you were called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow his steps. Oh, follow his steps. Mm -hmm. And so can we look in the mirror of self-examination and ask ourselves, am I walking in the steps of Jesus? Mm -hmm. Now, I don't mean literally where he walked in Jerusalem or Palestine, but, you know, are we walking in the steps of Jesus following his lifestyle? Yes. Are we imitating him? Which we're told to do. We are. So we're talking about walking circumspectly. We're talking about watching our step mm-hmm. through life. Yes. Because this life is filled with pitfalls. It is. Perhaps we've all seen movies that have to do that depict some war scene, maybe World War II, and, and soldiers picking their way through a minefield mm-hmm. because to step on a mine is destruction. Yes. Well, this world is, is a minefield yes, indeed. of sin and wickedness. Mm. And to get caught up, not watching our step, and get caught up in sinful acts is to run the risk of eternal destruction, Mm -hmm. eternal condemnation in hell. That's absolutely the case. And just as those soldiers would pick their way through those minefields, being careful to not step on one of the triggers of the mines buried in the ground, Mm -hmm. we need to walk circumspectly. We need to walk carefully, paying attention so we don't walk into sin and walk down the pathway of sin which is far more and eternally destructive Mm -hmm. than any physical mind planted in the physical ground. Yeah, that's exactly the case. We need to watch our step. Indeed. Watch your step. We'd like to help you learn how to watch your step. There's a free Bible study that we'd be glad to send you if you'll just contact us and ask for it. And when we say free, we mean that. We'll take care of the postage even. All you have to do is contact us and act and ask for it. You can also receive a copy of today's program on CD for free. And again, all you have to do is ask. It's free. We'll take care of the postage. In just a moment, we'll tell you how to contact us and ask for these free materials. They can literally change your life for eternity. We hope to hear from you right away.